This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, I'm the host, and if you don't know what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Uni Therapy where I, Kat, answer questions that you guys, the listeners, send to me, and you can send those to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. Now, usually we answer one question a week. We always keep them anonymous, so don't worry about uh, me reading your name. I will not do that. We are going to do something a little bit different. I'll get into that in a second. But before we do that, I just want to give the quick reminder that although I am answering your questions and I'm a therapist, this podcast does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any actual mental health services. Okay, so I want to start off the episode saying... I'm sorry for giving you guys a little bit of misinformation last time I recorded. I was planning on having a new episode on Monday, this past Monday, and I actually put out one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded instead because I just went to Vegas for, I also learned that apparently I say Vegas wrong, but it feels right to me, so I'm going to keep saying it the way I say it, but I went to Vegas for the first time this past week for one of my friend's birthdays. It was also really weird because Patrick also was there for his bachelor party at the same week. And I did run into him one time, kind of on accident, kind of on purpose. I was not upset about it. However, the weekend just got the best of me. I thought I was going to have plenty of time to plan out this episode before I got home and then would record it when I got home. But I didn't have the time I thought I was going to have. And the episode was not giving the attention that I wanted it to get because it's an episode that I'm really excited about making and creating. And so I made the game time decision to save it. And I think it'll be worth it because it just is one of those episodes and topics that I feel very passionate about. So I didn't want to put like a half done conversation out there 
And when I say conversation, it's me talking to myself (laughs) or talking to y'all because I think this topic could be really impactful and I have a lot of thoughts that I just want to make really clear. So that's why that happened and why I said I would have a new episode Monday. However, you didn't have one. Because of that, now you will have a new episode on New Year's, which is kind of cool. Start the new year off with a bang, with something fresh, something fun, maybe New Year's themed, maybe not. We don't know yet. So just know that next week, Christmas, there will not be new episodes. I will do best of episodes. And then the week after that, we'll be back on track. Now today I'm coming to you with the last new episode of the year. This is the last new episode of 2023. And so to round out the year, I thought instead of doing a typical couch talks, where I answer one question, we would do some rapid fire, possibly lighter types of questions to just, you know, kind of end with a little bit of levity, you know? So I had you guys send me questions via Instagram and I picked about five of them out. And my goal here is to not take more than two minutes to answer each question, which I know two minutes is not rapid fire, but for me, it is rapid fire because I could talk about all these things for probably 15 minutes, if not longer each. So that is my goal. So let's start with the first question, which is, do you have a goal setting process for 2024? Speaking of goals, I actually don't. So I usually like to have some kind of goal in sight, but I've never developed like a new year's process where I set goals and become very intentional and I have a word and I've, I don't, I don't have any of those traditions. One thing I do try to do each year is write a letter to that version of myself. So I'll write a letter from myself today to this past year version of me talking about things I've accomplished, things that I've been through. And I started doing that maybe in 2018 or 2019, it was just after I had a really emotionally rough year. And I don't know what encouraged me to do it, but it actually was so helpful. And it helped me see that the year wasn't as terrible as I thought it was. And it also was just something that felt very kind, just a letter to myself, just cheering me on and and talking me through some of the things I had been through. And so I will do that. That's not necessarily goal setting, but it is a little tradition that I I like to make time for. And then next year, what I am planning on doing, instead of having all these very sought out like orderly goals, my goal actually is just to be very present, especially in the beginning of the year, because it's going to go by very fast. My wedding is in February and I just imagine it being gone in the blink of an eye. So my goal is just to be very present throughout the beginning of the year and take it one day at a time. And then instead of creating all these lofty goals for the year after that, I'm, I have a couple things in mind, but I'm going to focus on one goal at a time. So I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to put some attention to it and then I'm going to move forward from there. Once one thing is done, then I can move on to the next because if you know any sevens in your life, we can really get on a kick of creating 17,000 goals and accomplishing none of them. So staying present one day at a time. And then probably in March, I'll start focusing on one thing at a time. And that's my process. If you can call that a process. The next question, any advice after years of dating and no success? So this is the type of question I get a lot. I get a lot of questions around dating. And I think part of that is because I'm a therapist and 
a lot of you guys are going through that process. And part of that is I've shared a lot about my experience dating and how it wasn't always the most fun um, until I met Patrick. And I love and I hate this question. I love this question because I have been there and, and I can feel it viscerally in my soul. And I want to be able to help people and offer hope to people who are in a position that I was in for the, I mean, majority of my life. And I also hate this question because most advice that I received through my process of dating was annoying. And most advice that I want to give to anyone, I imagine also to be annoying. And again, I spent a lot of years frustrated by dating and frustrated by the things that people in relationships would say to me while I was dating. And so part of me wants to not answer this question. However, somebody asked this question because they actually want my feedback. And so there are a couple of things that made a big deal for me throughout my process and allowed me to stay in it and gave me hope. So I'm going to answer it. (laughs) I'm taking two minutes to answer the fact that I'm going to answer this question. (laughs) That goal is gone. But also I won't be offended if any of you guys don't want to listen to this and you can like fast forward two minutes to the next question. Like feel free to do that. I, I, that's taking care of yourself. I totally get it. I might have done that a couple years ago, but here are a couple just little pieces of advice. If you want to call them that, that made a big difference for me when I was dating one, take breaks when you need to take a break and it doesn't need to be a two week break. It doesn't need to be a month break, a year break. It can be however long. I mean, stay in the present. You can just take it day by day, but take breaks when you need it. You don't always have to be looking for somebody. You don't always have to be intentional about it. You're allowed to rest so you can go out and continue because dating is a lot of work, especially in the, I mean, it's always work, but especially in the beginning when there's a lot of unknown and you know if you're using dating apps it's like getting yourself ready to go on this date with this person you don't there's just a lot of emotional energy it's what I'm trying to say and so take breaks the second thing I really 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 strongly highly highly encourage is allow yourself to laugh through the process because if you cannot laugh through this process it's going to eat you alive if you had experienced anything like I experienced through dating and I've shared before that I had I still have it a shitty date jar, which is a jar that me and my former roommate created when we started online dating. And anytime we went on a date or especially a really horrible date, we would just write what happened on a little piece of paper, put it in the jar. And then it became a really fun party game where people would come over and read about our dates. And sometimes we read about them still and laugh. So allow yourself to find humor, enjoy it. Not everything has to be super serious. We can have all of the emotions. We can cry. We can be sad. And also we can find joy in some of the difficult parts. And that might give you a little more energy to be able to stay in it. So you don't miss what's meant for you, which that's a phrase that I feel is probably really annoying, but it felt right when I said it. So I'm going to keep it there. Um, And then the third thing I would say is make sure when you are dating somebody, I really strongly encourage Everybody, make sure that you like somebody before you start hoping, wanting, needing, wishing, all of the things, before you start hoping that they like you. Because you want somebody to want to date you, not who you think that they want. And if we are hyper-focused on them liking us, one, we might be wasting our time because do we even like this person? And two, are we going to create a version of ourselves or create something that we think they want versus allow ourselves to show up. 
And that can actually be a huge predictor of a relationship not going to end up working out. If we show up in a way to, in quotes, hook somebody in and then eventually relax when we become deeper in the relationship and then we become more of ourselves, the person we're dating might say, hey, I don't know if I like this. I liked the thing you were doing before, the person you were acting like before. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. and doesn't mean there's something wrong with the authentic, real part of you, the part, the part of you and the person and the version that you're being now. But I kind of think of it as like if someone thinks that they're buying a bowl, ordering a bowl online, and when they get their package, it's a plate, good chances are they're going to go return the plate and they're going to go buy a bowl because that's what they are looking for. And Again, I say that that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's that not everybody likes everybody. And so if we don't show up as ourselves and that's who somebody likes, well, then we're going to get ourselves in trouble because that person doesn't like you. So you're kind of saving yourself some unnecessary heartbreak in that. So make sure you like somebody before you start hoping, worrying, and wanting them to like you. And then the most cliche thing, be yourself. (sighs) I find myself being annoyed with myself with some of those things. So I hope that was helpful. And I hope if it wasn't helpful, you just breezed past it and moved to question number three, which is my favorite Harry Potter book or movie. And if you are unaware of why somebody would send that in, I went on a Harry Potter journey this year. I watched all of the, the Harry Potter movies starting in 2022. And then 2023, my goal was to read all the books. And when I say read, I mean, listen on audiobook. They are so good. The audio versions of those are honestly better than the movies. I might take that back, but right now I mean it. And this is hard because when I listen to the movies, they kind of, I mean, when I listen to the books, they kind of all ran together. So I'm going to go with the first book was my favorite. One, because it was the shortest. (laughs) And two, it was just setting everything up. And I felt like I learned so much more about the characters that I didn't get from the movies just in the first book. And there are so many details that you don't get in the movies that I started getting in the first book. It really made listening to the books exciting because I, even though I kind of knew what was going to happen at the same time, I didn't. So the first book for sure. And then my favorite movie I think was Prisoner of Azkaban. I cannot tell you why, because again, just like the books, the, the movies kind of, because I, I watched them all pretty close together. They kind of all ran together. I will say the one movie that I thought like was kind of, boring was the half-blood prince but the book wasn't boring which was interesting I just felt like nothing happened in it and then the second to last movie I can't remember if there are like seven movies six books or seven books eight movies but the second to last movie I felt kind of dread it was just like setting up the last movie so that one also wasn't my favorite but prisoner of Azkaban I for whatever reason that one stands out to me maybe it's because I like the name but we're gonna go with that Now we're going to try to convince Patrick to take me to Harry Potter world because that was the deal if I got through all the books in a year, but that's a pretty expensive trip. So that might be happening in 2025. And then the last question I'm going to answer is what are non-negotiables for maintaining what you feel is a healthy life? Now I could take this question a couple ways. The first time I read it was Like what are tangible things that you do every day that help you maintain what you feel is like a healthy life? The other way I read that the second time I read it was things that you live by, that you incorporate, maybe more like 
belief systems that you put into your everyday that help you live your days in a healthy way. And that's how I'm going to answer that because there actually are not that I can really think of right now. There's not really anything that I do in quotes, like actions that I do every single day, no matter what I don't work out every day. I don't eat the same things every day. I don't wake up at the same time every single day. I don't have any of those rituals. I mean, I, most of the time, like wash my face and brush my teeth before bed and shower and stuff like that. But I don't think that that's what this person is asking. And so I think really what is a non-negotiable for me is what has actually set up the fact that I don't have any of these things that I do every day. And that's allowing flexibility in my life and allowing myself to change my mind at any point. And I personally hope to never be tied down by the kind of rules that I once lived by, especially when I was struggling with an eating disorder. And so steering clear of super rigid rules feels very important to me. There can be things that I like to do normally. There are things that I do regularly. There are things that I do consistently for sure. But every single day, I think my one non-negotiable is to be flexible and allow change to exist in my life. Of course, like I said, I have... I do the same basic skincare every day. I wake up at about the same time every day, but they're not things that I think are in place and those allow me to live and maintain a healthy life and lifestyle. I think what that really is, is the flexibility and allowing myself to take every day at its own because not everything that I do fits with every day that I live. And I think that's really important. Thank you, everybody who sent a question. And if I didn't answer your question, I'll try to answer them on my stories when this comes out. So I guess today, (laughs) if you're listening to it on Wednesday or maybe Thursday, it might drag on to the next day. And I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. I hope you have a wonderful new year. I will be with you guys on New Year's. There will be a new episode out. So look out for that. Until then, I hope you guys have the days that you need to have, the end of the year that you need to have, the holiday that you need to have, allow flexibility into your life. And thank you so much for spending 2023 or part of your 2023 with me. I have a lot of things that have happened this past year that have been really exciting that I have shared with you guys. And a lot of conversations I have had with people on here were really exciting and really important. So thank you for being a part of it. And I guess I will talk to you in 2024. Bye. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, 
you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.